Hi, welcome to Last Man on Earth. My name is Lex Turgut. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt was labeled in grade school as an idiot savant. After formal testing, the savant part was quickly removed. This week's show is sponsored by Hillary Clinton's incontinent pads because the office of the president is too important for leaks. How about that? That's a double fun. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook also at Last Men Podcast. All right, on to the show. Matt, I know uh, you like Budweiser as your beer of choice, and you once had three Budweiser the last time you were date raped. <laughs> I think three, two is now you know is your limit. Uh, Budweiser did uh, made every effort during the Super Bowl through millions of dollars of advertising to convince people not to drink Budweiser, as right. is their, seems to be their business goal these days. Was their strategy was don't get drunk <laughs> off this beer. That Don't get drunk. Don't drink and drive. Just don't drink the beer at all. Don't have a good time. Whatever it was, Helen Mirren chastised everybody. Every single commercial was a reminder from Budweiser, don't drink Budweiser. And then at the very end of the game, Peyton Manning, who had a horrible game, but uh, somehow won a Super Bowl again with his floppy old old man arms, uh, declared to everyone before he was going to kiss his wife and kids or anything else, he was going to go drink a shitload of Budweiser. Now, let me ask you, uh, are people more likely to listen to Helen Mirren telling him not to drink Budweiser, the kids of America, or are they more likely to listen to Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl winning champion, who says, I'm going to go drink lots of Budweiser after my latest accomplishment? Yeah, I mean, if there's ever an endorsement to get drunk off Budweiser I mean the guy just won a you know Super Bowl he's gonna you know fade off into the distance or whatever and you know you just picture him now just drinking a lot of Budweiser and if you're an aspiring athlete you know you you probably are gonna want to drink a lot of Budweiser is that good for the athletic regime uh, regimen you think well you know you can probably drink a 12 Budweiser's and play the next day you know I mean as long as you stay away from the hard stuff I think if you're a 40 year old quarterback who's retired you can drink a lot more Budweiser but the point is that guys used to say, like, I'm going to Disneyland. And now he said, I'm going to get wasted on Bud. Uh, and it turns out I think there was a big thing about how Budweiser immediately came out and said, we did not pay Peyton Manning to, to endorse Budweiser product, which was kind of a, a little bit of a bullshit thing because Peyton Manning is a huge uh, Budweiser distributor. Yeah. So he makes money from Budweiser regardless. Uh, was it shameful of him? Was this the lowest point of Peyton Manning's career? I mean, it's pretty low in general when you're just out in the world pretending to be a human and then you're slipping in covert advertisements for things that you're financially uh, tied to. I mean, it's just like I just now I, I, I won't ever listen to anything he says. I'm just skeptical. You know, he's telling me about, you know, like that guy that's telling you about uh, these shocks you got to buy. And then he's like, well, just come to my shop and buy them. And you're like, oh, we're not even friends. You're just a fucking dick trying to get me to buy something. Yeah, I don't have friends like that in the shock business. <laughs> uh, it was better or worse than when he kissed the guy from uh, Papa John's after the game. <laughs> after the game. The two, exchange, the two exchange a little, a little man kisser after the game. He also owns a shitload of Papa John's restaurants. He's got to be. I mean, is he verging on one of the more... Uh, He's going to be really successful outside of football. Obviously, he already is. He's going to make a shit, he's going to make a shitload of money. But does he have some responsibility? I mean, Budweiser at least pretends to have responsibility to the children of America. Does Peyton Manning have the same responsibility? Oh well, yeah, I would say just as a person, you should you know if you're going to do an advertisement, you know, just say that that's what you're doing. Don't pretend that you're going. To, is he really going to go drink a bunch of Budweiser? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. I heard that he was like going into nightclubs and stuff, and you know they're they're partying with Ciroc or with Schwag or whatever, and 
You know, he's like, I just, I just want a beer. Just and like, is he doing this all the time in his life? Just shilling for Budweiser. I like, a, I want a beer. Do you guys have Budweiser here? Yeah, that's what that's what quarterback Super Bowl quarterback champions drink. Budweiser. Anyone have a Budweiser here? B u d w e i s e r. Robot man. And, and, yeah, but know, he's making a shitload of money. He's not a dummy. He's not doing it for no reason. I mean, he's making himself millions of dollars. Although he has some untold amount of money already, so it's a little lame in that in that regard. If it was someone else, though, because Peyton Manning, you know, he he appears to be mentally disabled, like the, just the way he speaks and behaves. he has a large forehead. Uh, it's always red. I mean, I, I can't imagine if if someone you know less likable because he is very likable. If someone less likable did that, I think I would I would just be way more annoyed with them. What's well, a southern accent? The guys with southern accents sound likable. Very disarming until yeah. they say like, "Let's round up all the blacks and kill them." or something like that, mm-hmm. then it gets less likable slowly. But if you, for a while, when you hear that Southern drawl, you always just assume they're saying, let's have some tea on my porch. Yeah. You know, something like that. Uh, well, let me let me ask you, you wrote about this. Uh, they banned all the stripper ads from the uh, the NFL banned stripper ads, right? And girls in bikinis and having fun times and stuff like that. They said it wasn't right for the Super Bowl. But wouldn't it have been more honest just to have Budweiser commercials with girls in bikinis than slipping in Peyton Manning until I want to go drink Bud? Yeah, just have the bikini girls admit that we all want to get drunk on Budweiser and that the, the Super Bowl and beer and liquor and alcohol are just hand in hand with each other. That's almost the whole point is you get wasted. You shouldn't drive, but everyone knows that. And I don't think Helen Mirren telling you not to is going to change anyone's mind. Um, and by the way, Budweiser as a product you know, is still made with... Just water, hops, yeast, barley. There's no preservatives or anything in there. Would you rather have your kid drink a couple Budweiser's uh, every couple weeks or eat uh, a couple Papa John's pizzas that's laden with trans fat and God knows what else? Yeah, that'd be a great speech to give the kids at high school. I think you should <laughs> tour the country telling kids to drink Budweiser. Uh, Peyton Manning owns both, so he can actually cover He covers both ends. Right. Uh, also, by the way, Peyton Manning was a big... Uh, it's funny, he owns all the pizza restaurants in Colorado. It turned out he was a big proponent of the legalized weed movement in Colorado. Yeah. He doesn't smoke himself. I don't think he's not in the weed culture. But he realized that the more high people were and the more... <laughs> more stone people were in Colorado, the more pizza he was going to sell late night at Papa John's. Yeah, apparently it was like a huge increase, yeah, too. Yeah, between like midnight and 2 a.m., the pizza things jumped to the roof. So he's a very he's a very practical fellow, I think. I think I told you I think he's going to be president one day because he's got that combination of like that the southern voice, the, the football background, and the fact that he's just kind of, you know, slowly like sinister, a sinister guy, like sort of subtle sinister guy yeah. who gets what he wants, like, with you know, with a smile on his face. Perfect politician. I, I can see him being the head of the NFL. You know, they need someone that can uh, just make hide shit, common sense decisions, and appear to be less evil than they actually are. Should go away. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't feel bad if he just if he'd been paid by Budweiser, I would have felt a little better. Someone needs to stop this shit, though. They, beer and football go together. You should just admit it. Just have naked girls shoving beers up whatever the wazoo and telling guys to drink. Yeah, sixteen and over should be the age, as far as I'm concerned. I Payne, you're a shill, but you're gone. Helen Mirren, by the way, I think could have thrown the ball a little further than Peyton did during the game. <laughs> His arm was, it was like watching a flaccid, like a flaccid old man get out there and like trying to fling the ball around. It was really kind of it sad. It would be really confusing for someone who's never watched football to wonder why a guy that can't throw is in a position to be uh, throwing the ball. Can't, can't throw, can't run. Uh, he screams, he barks out the word Omaha really well. Uh, but it was, like, it was like watching your grandpa like throw the ball or try and throw the ball around like a Thanksgiving in the backyard. Yeah. It was just like the ball was instead of going 20 yards, the ball was going like five yards and dropping. 
And you're like, that's okay, Grandpa. Aren't there so, other people that can do this? He's not, like, grandfathered into the position of quarterback. Couldn't no, they I thought, fucking find another guy that can throw? I think a lot of people felt that his backup was a lot better. Although, he, you know, the thing about having a guy who's that old in the position is he doesn't make too many dumb mistakes. But it was kind of annoying that every time someone put a finger on him, he fell to the ground and collapsed and had to bring like, the stretcher out. It's like a soccer. He's just an old dude. Peyton, drink some more beer. You'll feel better. All right. Uh, also, uh, Super Bowl, Matt, I know you don't watch the game so much and you wait for halftime and you get really excited about who's going to perform at the halftime show. Uh, you couldn't name the fact that the Panthers, the Bron- you couldn't name the Broncos and Panthers as the participants in the game. But you know that Beyonce, Coldplay, and Bruno Mars, I'm still not sure who Bruno Mars is. He looks like he's 11, uh, are and <laughs> performing at halftime. Beyonce got in a lot of trouble from uh, angry old white people, I guess, mostly because she did a performance. Which I didn't see because, uh, as far as I know, the Super Bowl rituals at halftime you're supposed to go take a long dump, uh, maybe maybe mow the lawn or take the dogs out to go dump as well. Uh, Beyonce did a show where she was a I don't know a bandito militant dressed in boots and like she had some uh, weapons on her and some stupid ass dramatic Beyonce shit with like fifty dancers behind her and they did a Black Power salute and they they mentioned the Black Lives Matter or some. Uh, uh, Black people have been killed by police in San Francisco. And everybody got really upset because the Super Bowl is apparently supposed to be sacred. The halftime show is supposed to be sacred. And, of course, there's a controversy every year because it's not sacred enough somehow. Uh, my first question is, did Beyonce break any rules? Uh, second question, are there any rules? And third question, who the fuck is watching the Super Bowl halftime show? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like when artists take stands that seem to be somewhat important. I mean, the police brutality issues legitimate problem and especially you know and and certainly not in silicon valley where the game was but in in the san francisco area which is um quite quite a ways away from there um but it's still in san like they still showed the golden gate bridge i think um you know but she's just it's silly i mean she's not saying anything she made her dancers hold a sign um you know, she's wearing like a bastardized Halloween slut version costume. It was, like of, a, it was an old Michael Jackson costume, I think, <laughs> something like that, like his old thriller days or something. When he was, he'd come out in little military costumes and dance around or whatever. I mean, no one take no one takes her seriously. I don't think. I mean, people got like Rudy Giuliani got upset and didn't seem he's an older dude. Didn't seem to understand what was going on at the halftime show. But is it really? Well, first of all, the Super Bowl is so sanitized, so corporate and sanitized. Is that really even the place to make a statement? No, no. I, I mean, so look. I mean, there's plenty of people that you know maybe would be more qualified to make a statement. She, Beyonce, doesn't write her own songs. I don't know what she's doing in the studio, but I think there's some trickery involved. I'm I'm still trying to figure out besides fuck Jay Z exactly what it is that she does. I mean, it seems like she can dance okay. Did you not watch the HBO documentary uh, all about Beyonce, where she stars herself <laughs> talking about herself and how great she is? Oh no, I missed that. Uh, I mean, she's she's accomplished quite a bit, I have to say. I agree with you. She may not be a great musical talent in any way, but she's an attractive woman. She can dance. She's got a large ass that people seem to like. And she's uh, she's hooked up with even more famous people. And she's, you know, people love, 60,000 people go to see her. I mean, some people love her, obviously. I would like to know what any actual living Black Panthers thought of that. I'm sure they were not too impressed. You know, I'm sure they have a lot of issues with it. <laughs> that wasn't the girl, that wasn't the woman they wanted to represent their cause. Oh, the corporate sponsorship, the silly clothing, the, um, you know, I mean, just the fact that football has a lot of inherent racial uh, issues involved with it, like. 
like I think the Black Panthers might have just boycotted the whole game. Well, let's be honest. You can't take her. You cannot take her. I mean, there's some point at which a celebrity. I don't care if you're black or white, Latina, whatever. At some point, a woman, a man. At some point, you become just celebrity. Yeah. And become so rich and famous and doing stupid shit and so you know these dramatic productions and it's so overstaged and all this stuff. At some point, you just can't take a stand anymore, right? You can't be taken seriously. Yeah. As a as a person with individual like political thoughts. Well, I mean, certainly not her. Maybe someone that's more known for having opinions or thoughts i've like i don't know if i've ever heard that woman talk but you know you listen to her music and it's like put a ring on it or she's just doing a lot of whoa oh, oh sounds like there's no substance to the music it's just not sexy when you do that it's not sexy just, when you do it so i mean i just it'd be different if she like is known for standing for something like she could get involved in these events and maybe you know lend her hand uh that's the thing she doesn't i mean there's 364 365 days this year leap year uh, when she could be doing Black Lives Matter protests or do, being out in front of all this stuff, but she doesn't. She's out touring and making money and doing music, which is fine. That's her thing. So to take the Super Bowl and say, I'm going to make a stand here and do this because it's, it's America. And then to divide, once again, racially divide America. So you have all, you know, a black demographic saying Beyonce's their new superstar and she stood up for the cause. And you have all these old farts like Rudy Giuliani going, this is not the Super Bowl I remember with black people doing Black Panther signs and shit like that, creating fake controversy. It just doesn't seem like the right time. I know you have a big audience, but it seems like the illegitimate spokesperson at an illegitimate event to be doing this. Yeah, and it did seem to me maybe a bit forced, like almost almost kind of bastardizing the the whole thing. Like I don't know. Like I just I think she should have consulted with a few Black Panthers first, and they would have, um, you know, I, I don't know, maybe taken her call or not. But um, like, do you think she'll do a power ballad called Black Lives Matter? Oh God! <laughs> like a, where she sings about a boy she loved who was in the Black Lives Matter and how she lost her love or something like that. I'm assuming that's what all her songs I are about. All I don't her really songs attention. are about sucking dick in a club, aren't they? Um, yeah, but I don't think she uses the word different word than dick. I mean, she has to get on the radio, has to get radio play. It just, it, it's it's the. I mean, if you're if you're gonna agree to this, and also there's this idea: if you agree to do the Super Bowl and you're getting all this shit for free, you get all this promotion, you get on TV. You also, I mean, look at Chris Martin. I mean, if you have to look at Chris Martin, no. play the game. You're either playing the game or you're not playing the game. You can't agree to be a sellout and then try not to sell out at the last second. Right. You sold out already. Playing the Super Bowl halftime is a sellout. Yeah. Bruno Mars seemed to get that. Poor Chris Martin, uh, who was <laughs> just a sad, a sad sack, totally, totally out of place. He kind of understood that he did his own little show again that he does every single time. Yeah. So you, you know, you've agreed at this point that I'm a sellout. I'm, I'm a shill. I'm going to make a shitload of money. I'm going to look pretty. You can't also then go for the go the Black Panther salute. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. You're not no one's taking you seriously. You're not a legitimate artist. So your political uh, opinions, whether or not they're you know come from a good place, are just not very valid because uh, you're kind of an idiot. So and no also, did you know, dudes? You by the way, at the Super Bowl, I, I know you uh, have to pretend to be hetero and go to these Super Bowl parties. <laughs> did you know any dudes who actually said, "I can't wait for the halftime show"? Were there people actually like guys waiting to watch the halftime show? People were visibly angry and in agony, especially during the Chris Martin. I think he was the first guy. I mean, that guy came out and he's just moving weird. His music doesn't fit the no. Super Bowl. If you're gonna have music, have. ACDC, Springsteen, whatever. Some Tom stadium Petty, band, some stadium band, yeah. I mean, even Ice Cube or just anything other yeah. than shit that chicks listen to when they broke up with some dude. That- <laughs> it's like Chris Martin should be at like the coffee bean and tea leaf yeah. playing in the back and like people throwing quarters at him or something it like that. It makes no fucking sense. No. Like whose idea is this? Who he, wants to watch that? And if you look, they, ha- they hire those like thousands of people to like come out and scream. Almost like you have to be 21 and scream really loud. 
and they hire all those like completely out of place like young people to like scream at the band and stuff like that. Like yeah. at the, like it's the first time like they've been freed from like a, a prison in Slovakia, and this is the first concert they've ever been to. Yeah, and they're going crazy for Chris Martin, which people don't even do at a Coldplay concert, by the way. No, they all kind of sit there and sway back and forth or whatever to his piano riffs. Um, so it's artificial. You see the guys in the background, the real football fans, I guess, in the background. They're just sitting there looking at their watch, like in the stands, going, when is this shit over? Does anyone even go to a Coldplay concert? I feel like he's just one of those guys that was, like, hoisted onto humanity. Coldplay? Like, yeah, like, where did he come from? All of a sudden, he was just here. The universe requires it to be one very pasty white guy who, like like you said, girls listen to emo music, girls listen to when they break up. Yeah. There's got to be one guy who writes sad, like, one pale white guy who writes sad music. <laughs> like... There's always usually it's a Canadian guy, it's a British guy. There's always some guy. Sting, he's kind of like the new Sting. Sting, I feel like had some musical rhythm. I mean, he was like a a little bit of an innovator. I feel like I mean, maybe they they performed the same function basically. Right. But I but at least his music was a little innovative at the time. Yeah. Uh, But Coldplay just it's just he's composing hits for sad girls basically. I mean, it really is. God bless him. He knows how. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, every song sounds exactly the same, but they, everyone loves the song. Everyone loves the song. So it's a song that you remember when you broke up to or some shit like that. I don't right, know. Right. But it was really kind of sad. But at least he didn't try to do like a, I don't know, gay white power move or something like that. Like <laughs> slogan, hold some shit up, like free the British metrosexuals or something like that. Whatever it was, it was really sad. I think it, they, I, I'm guessing they flashed to his wife who was in the stands as well. Yeah. He seemed to understand that he's completely replaceable, and I, I don't think Beyonce got that <laughs> memo. Yeah, as much of an artist as he is, he, he understands he's replaceable. All right, Beyonce, no more. I don't know who, next year I want. Who do you want next year's Super Bowl halftime? Who's your pick? Springsteen. He's done it before. I mean, yeah, he is. A, but it's not sad too to watch him do his hits and then like you know the whole thing. The Super Bowl halftime to me is just sadness. I mean, I would forgo the whole thing if that was a possibility. I and I went to the Super Bowl one time. I mentioned it. And when you're in the stands of the Super Bowl, this whole thing's for TV. The halftime thing's all for TV. You have no idea what the fuck's going on. You're sitting in the stands, like just going. There's people running around. There's, there's screaming people. There's like a thousand cameras. There's explosions going on. You can't see the. You don't even know what the hell. You can't hear anything. And it's like you're watching like you're an acid, just watching like ants run around. Why don't they like bring that? in like, you know, like a go-kart race or pro wrestling, just wheel a ring into the middle of the field, you yeah. know? No, here's what, here's my theory. Uh, they've never gotten anything better than dogs with frisbees, catching frisbees. Yeah. If you can't beat dogs with frisbees, just have the dogs with frisbees. I'm cool with that. People love dogs with Even frisbees. Even the plate spinning guy in the unicycle. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll watch that yeah. all day. When they when he throws a plate up or the dog when the dog jumps over the guy's head. The chick that shoots <laughs> the bow and arrow with her feet upside yeah. down. Yeah, have something that I people, always like her. Yeah, or just porn. Have some porn there. Do some, <laughs> do some just have you know, gotta be I mean, it was a long time ago Jan Jackson had her top pretend ripped off by uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. But uh, at least that was interesting. That was something. I mean, it's the whole thing is so stupid. Something to talk about. It's just, anytime you try, my theory is anytime you try to merge like female entertainment with male entertainment, it never, ever works. Right. It's it, You get a Zac Efron movie. That's what you get. It just never works. So, sorry, Beyonce. Black Power, Black Lives Matter. Matt, you want to do a hashtag shout out? <laughs> All right, Matt, we got an email from Ethan. Uh, he wants to know, uh, Chelsea Handler, I think, uh, at one point, I think you were engaged to be married to her. Uh, she's uh, She's been off the air for like a year and a half, two years. I don't know because I didn't ever watch her show, but she's off the air, clearly. She's got a new show, maybe, maybe not coming out. Uh, and she spilled, she's filled the entire interim space with posting topless photos of herself on, on Instagram and Twitter. She kind of claimed at one point that she was doing it for a free the nipple cause or some feminist cause and rights to like post your tits online. 
And then she kind of just stopped doing that because no one believed that. Anymore. So now she just posts, posts pictures <laughs> herself in the shower. She shows her tits and says, hey, it's me, Chelsea, whatever. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, Ethan wants to know specifically, uh, you know, guys, uh, me, Brian, and you sometimes like seeing naked women. Uh, is there a line? What is a, what is a line at which you no longer want to see a woman topless? I mean, a reasonably attractive, not super old woman at topless. And has Chelsea Handler passed that line? I think she's getting there. You know, I, I don't know what kind of response she's getting from posting the, the tit pics. Um, clearly, it's something she enjoys doing. I don't know what her motivation is. Probably just to keep some followers on her Instagram page. Uh, I don't know if it's working. <clears throat> um, it's a bit much. You, know. you don't do topless on your Twitter feed, do you? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't know if that's even allowed. Uh, I mean... You know, Handler, uh, you know, fucked the head of programming at E to get her show. And then she spent the rest of the time yawning while other people talked, uh, farming out comedians to actually be funny on the show. Laugh track. Don't forget the laugh track. She sat there and did whatever she wanted. So um, she doesn't seem particularly interesting. Her tits don't seem particularly interesting. Um, but do, are you saying her tits are not interesting because of her personality is not interesting to you? Is that, are you are you as a man saying that her personality matters in, in viewing her tits? Well, just being familiar with her personality, it's like yeah, the tits if they they don't hold up as well if they were standalone tits, you know. So if you liked her personally, you would be okay more seeing her her naked body. Yeah. So there is this there is this. Uh, it's interesting. I haven't heard this from a guy before. There's an element of how much you care about her as a person or think about her as a person versus how much you want to see her naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, everyone knows the... Uh, I mean, look, porn stars... There's plenty of porn stars that are as hot as actresses that are in pretentious movies. You know, but there's just something gross about them, so it's just not as cool. If, if uh, you know, Hilary Duff showed uh, her tits and vagina, it'd be much cooler than if some porn star is actually better looking showed you her, her tits and vagina because, um, you know, there's just an element of surprise involved. Yeah, no, I'm always interested where you pull your references from, Hilary Duff fan. That was, that was pretty... I don't really know who she is. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Matt, speaking as the only feminist in this room, uh, isn't Chelsea Handler setting back the cause of women when she uh, labels herself as an entertainer, a comedian, a social commentator, and yet she does none of those things to get attention, she just takes her top off and shows her tits? Isn't that... I know, I know there's some weird thing where feminists will say that is actually a feminist thing, but isn't that actually hurting women when women do that to get attention? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's hurting them or not. I mean, I would say no one's really going to take um, women that seriously when they pretend that showing their tits is super important. You know, I do get the free in the nipple thing because it's like, why shouldn't you be able to, you know, the fact that you could get a ticket or be arrested for not wearing a shirt is pretty much insane. I, I don't even think people should have to wear pants if they don't want to. But Wow, that's controversial. I would, you know, prefer that they did because... It's not like the hottest people or chicks would be walking around butt naked. No, know? nudity is generally inversely proportional to how good-looking people are. Yeah. If you've ever been to a European uh, beach, you've noticed <laughs> a nude beach, you'll, yeah, you'll yeah. see that the, the, the larger and fatter the German women are, the more they like to not wear clothing. But it is kind of bizarre you can be arrested for not wearing pants because it's not like you're born with pants, you know. Uh, that's true, but you can be arrested for taking a shit in the street, too, and you're probably you're born doing that as well. So, I mean, there we have some, we have some rules. And like you said... I think if we allowed nudity in the streets, you'd find that the ugliest people in the world were the ones who were mostly naked. So I'm not against that the law. The population would go way down if people were looking at disgusting naked people. Have you people seen like a nudist there? retreat or nudist colony people or all those people like that? They're just not very attractive people. Yeah. The super, it's not, you're not, you're maybe envisioning supermodels walking down the street naked. That's not what's happening. Yeah. You want a naked chick to, to still, you still know what's under there, but you want to, you know, you kind of yeah. want to reveal. You yeah. Know. Your pro no pants law is, is mostly the, the guy who passes that change of the video arcade game walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> little dick wagging around. I mean, I don't think anyone cares what what she's doing. Like, if she's really doing it as an activist thing to like prove that being showing nipples is fine, then I but get she's that. Not, she started. That's bullshit. She started that, and then she kind of said, "Free the nipple and all stuff." And these girls do it, but they just want attention. So yeah. all these years, guys have been yelling at girls, "Show us your tits, show us your tits." And now women have said that's just so fucking offensive and sexist and all this stuff. And that's basically what she's doing, right? People started yelling, "Show us your tits," and she started showing her tits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, as soon as you know, because that thing will get that taken care of within the next ten years, probably. And there's going to be, you know, for a fact, there's going to be these super cunty women walking around at the beach with their tits out complaining that people are glancing at their tits. Oh, yeah. And then, like, advocating for some kind of law to put dudes in jail that make eye contact with their breasts. Well, they're already doing that thing where, like, it's the whole look up here thing. My face is up here. I'm like, well, yeah, but your big tits are down there. You're showing half of them off. <laughs> what am I supposed yeah. to do? This is ridiculous. I'm just going to take my balls out and be like, why are you looking at my balls right now? It's entra- At the very least, it's entrapment. Yeah. You can't get angry about somebody for that. I agree. There's a, there's a men's double standard. I just, nobody really, I don't know any guys. It's like the halftime show at the Super Bowl. I don't know any guys who actually watch Chelsea Handler. And the fact that she's naked seems to be for women, but I'm not really sure because I don't think she has a strong guy, straight guy following. So yeah. it's sort of unclear what she's doing other than she's just super bored, has no idea what else to do. I guess attention. it's just like she doesn't give a fuck, like she's a wild woman or whatever, but it's still not really that wild. Or No, posting selfies is not all that wild. <laughs> it's not that crazy. Or she walked in the Netflix special she did that nobody watched. She walked down the streets of San Francisco topless, which... By the way, if you just go to San Francisco, you'll see that like all the all the time. <laughs> it's usually homeless women who are like fucking drugged out of their minds and weigh three hundred pounds. So, you know, seeing freakishly naked people in San Francisco is not a big deal. Yeah, I it just it's it's time for her to go away, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think she is because you know she can't fuck uh, the head of any more networks uh, without the cat being out of the bag. Plus, she's getting a little older, so yeah, that's, her her time has passed. It's kind of sad. So I've decided I'm not going to be a feminist anymore. It's too hard to support her. <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea. At least show us your vagina. I'd like to see that. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I was just saying. Um, Matt, I know uh, we didn't know each other during the Casey Anthony trial a few years ago, but I heard from some of your friends who were, you were pulling for Casey Anthony pretty hard to get off. <laughs> um, yeah, and it wasn't because you didn't think she killed her daughter. You just thought she was kind of cute and you don't think cute women should be ever convicted of any crimes, which is fair enough. I think a whole bunch of guys think that way, actually, too. Uh, Casey Anthony clearly uh, uh, murdered her young daughter and then buried her in the woods. And then the Florida jury, as they're apt to do, completely let her go because Florida juries are unable to convict people. It's always perceived as like violent vigilante state or whatever. Yeah. But for some reason, they pick jury members who are all like really dumb pacifist trailer park people who just like let everybody go. Well, juries are fucking dumb in general. So imagine the juries in Florida. Yeah, that's a TV trial jury too. So they they exclude everybody who's got any anybody of intelligence. So they always got George Zimmerman and Casey Anthony. Oh, there's a whole bunch of going back to Kennedy, whatever his name was, who raped that girl, one of the Kennedy kids. So Florida seems to let people off and then they just, when these people get off, they get pissed that they're off because they clearly committed crimes and they just harass the shit out of people. So Casey Anthony has been in hiding for the last three or four years working like under an assumed name as a hotel maid. Uh, I think you did that for a few years, didn't you? <laughs> different for different, a different crime committed. Um, and that's so <laughs> frightening that if you stayed at a hotel, you could, you'd have no idea that Casey Anthony could be like going through your shit when you leave the room. Yeah, although I have to say this. I mean, not in defense of Casey Anthony, like you were actually making slogans and posters and T-shirts for her. Uh, but what is the odds she's going to kill more people? It's not like she's like a serial killer. She was like, you know, she just didn't want her daughter. Why did she anymore. kill her kid? Because she was crying or something? She killed her. Well, <laughs> if you believe the prosecution theory, she killed her kid for the decent reason that she just didn't like having a kid around because she was cramping her dating lifestyle. Oh. 
I mean, you know, you could see that. You well, don't have a young kid, but if you did, you'd realize it makes it harder to date. I mean, if you're killing a kid because they're slightly annoying, uh, I could see you killing some other people. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. There was what there. I mean, it's it was a personal. It's like one of those things, like a personal crime. It's just sort of like a, a somebody beats his wife. Doesn't necessarily go around beating other women. It's just sort of like that. You know, right. you have that weird relationship with family members where like you either love them or you want to kill them, and sometimes you do kill them. But it doesn't mean you like go to like you know the supermarket and just start laying out like cashiers with guns and shit like that. It's True. just one of those things. Uh, and by the way, if you're talking about people who go through your their clinic, your motel room, you're really your pick is really sort of limited. She might be the safest person actually there going through your shit. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, it doesn't. Here's the thing: she started a new business. She came out like there's a story in the Daily Mail. She came out. She started a photography business, which sounds really nice. Um, and she wants to make some money because she's in debt from all her legal fees. Uh, isn't like isn't it the case that you should either convict somebody in court? She clearly seemed to be guilty. But if they're not convicted, you got to let them have some kind of life afterwards. You can't just like hound them because all these people are issuing her death threats and saying, I'm going to blow up your business. I'm going to blow you up. I'm going to do all this shit. I mean, isn't there some level at which you have to say like, okay, you let her go, Florida. you got to let her like do have some kind of life now. I don't know because I don't think, you know, the whole all of society should be responsible that for some reason our system has to find like illiterate people without even televisions to (laughs) decide the fate of people. I mean. If I owned a bar and George Zimmerman came into the bar, I would tell him to fucking leave with that and find a way to not get myself shot while doing it. But no, I mean, like, yeah, Zimmerman, Herder, uh, OJ, these, these people should all be shamed uh, constantly by society. I wouldn't go so far as to go on Yelp and, like, you know, talk shit about her business because I just don't really care that much. But I mean, it's not like she's trying to like. It's not like she's trying to get a movie deal, or she, which she will someday. It's not like she's trying to like do something in the public eye or do something really high profile or fa- or tr- trade off her name or something like that. She's just trying to get a little money for the rent, you know. So like, isn't that something? Isn't that, shouldn't we allow that to happen without like you know? Well, she did beat the system, so I mean, I don't know what she's supposed to do at this point. That's what I'm saying. She's like, she, she, she can't, she can't hide in a motel forever. I well, mean, can't she move out of fucking Florida? Like, can she go to Mexico? Or I know she's on Cuba? some sort of uh, restricted thing or something like that. Maybe for some other thing she got convicted for. Um, but she, no, she could probably, she could probably leave. She must have some family. She has family there. They're probably supporting her and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean. It, like, they had their shot at her. They should have put her away. I mean, vigilante justice, isn't this a slippery slope where we, like, say anyone who wasn't convicted now, we should go out and just, like, make their life a living hell? Uh, I'm fine with it for the most part, except for... I yeah, mean, I'm kind of fine with it, it too, It's actually. kind of ironic, because that is how, like, Zimmerman... That, that's essentially what he was doing in his own way. Yes. Uh, which, you know, led to other people being killed. Uh, Don't and, you now see the error of your ways, of your thinking, that, that you know... I mean, you have to... At some point, even though, even though the courts are really crappy, especially in high-profile cases... Don't you have to, at some point, defer to the court system as, like, the sort of dispenser of justice? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, me either. I'd just I, I like go up to Casey like Anthony and shoot her in the head if I could just get away with it. Really? But, yeah, really? but I'm not going to do that. Um, what if she took a picture of you shooting her in the head? If you're in Florida, <laughs> you'd probably get away with it. It's interesting that, uh, you know, to your point, she is doing something extremely neutral and, like, fairly just benign. Like, she's taking photos of buildings for, like, a commercial real estate enterprise of some sort. Something where she's just, like, in a hoodie walking down the street taking photos of, like, bus stops. She's not going to, like, weddings or <laughs> no. eighth grade graduations no. or anything. No, she's not going to the prom with guys. Like, She's not going on, like, TV shows. She's not, like, going to Nancy Grace house and taking a dump or something like that. She's just, like... Trying to get a check, a paycheck of some kind. 
Yeah, and so no one, no place is going to hire her except maybe like Vivid or <laughs> like could they she do offer porn? Her money. She could do porn, right? Uh, you know, I don't know that they would even hire her for porn. Just, I mean, she's so hated, especially by women. She's so hated. I mean, every I mean, if you poll guys, like sixty percent of guys think she was guilty, right. but like ninety nine point nine nine percent of women think she was guilty because they didn't do with kids and stuff like that. It doesn't. I mean, they didn't need to hear the evidence. They are convicted her already. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing she can do. So she's. Li- so, I mean, she can't date. So she's dating. She's she's living with her private investigator from her case. Yeah. Right. The old the old crusty private investigator from the case is the only boyfriend she can find. She wants a little companionship. And she's that's, really that's punishment enough. Yes, for, she's is. fucking a sixty-seven-year-old fucking crusty, like creepy lawyer guy. She's not dateable. I mean, she's still a reasonably attractive younger woman. She put on a little weight. We saw, but you know, she's twenty-nine or whatever she is, and you know, she could do better on Tinder, I think, than uh, whatever. But she, when people know that she killed her daughter, that's kind of a. You know, that's like saying you like hiking. It's a work. It works against you. Not, it's not a deal breaker, though. Apparently, for for a lot of dudes, because someone's fucking her. Well, this dude, but he's like an old. He was first of all, he was an investigator, so he knows she killed. She knows she killed. Yeah, he he does not have the you know the premise of of not knowing if she's guilty. He knows for a fact that she's guilty. Oh, he knows, and he and knows exactly how he, how she did it, and he probably knows <laughs> that she was a, she's just how psycho she is. Yeah, but he's like sixty seven. He's seen it all. He's worked. He worked the OJ case back years ago. He's seen the worst of humanity, and he's like. Fuck it, I just want to get laid. I mean, it's just like, that's just the kind of thing. In the end of the day, you can't have people like just firing guns at Casey Anthony in the street, can you, when she's taking her little pictures? Ah, that's Florida. They could try. Might get stand, away your with ground, stand your ground? Yeah, just provoke her. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to be on your ground to stand your ground, isn't it? Or you can be anywhere. I think you can just start a fight with someone and shoot them. Really? And then, uh, and then you go to trial and you're good. That's kind of sad. I don't know. I mean, poor Casey Anthony. Uh, go to CaseyAnthony.com. <laughs> All right, Casey, be, be free. Be free. Live your life. By the way, unlike Zimmerman, I don't think she's ever committed a crime again. Zimmerman's like a violent, you know, a narcissist, like a mental case. Yeah. I have a feeling like she's never going to commit a crime again. He's definitely going to be dead or go back to jail within a year or two at some point. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Casey, all the power. Where's my uh, Casey Anthony uh, Black Power slip? Matt, we got an email from Ray. Uh, Ray is the least made up, made up fake email name I've ever come up with. Um, this past week, I know you are a big Hillary Clinton supporter. I saw her name on a bumper sticker on the back of your electric vehicle. Um, <laughs> Hillary, Hillary for president, or I think you said Hillary for president, or anything she wants was your was your bumper sticker. Um, there's been a big thing this last week where Gloria Steinem and Madeleine Albright, all these older women you'd want to have sex with. Um, they basically come out and said, if you're a woman, especially a younger woman, because younger women, femi- older feminists, the only thing older feminists hate more than men is young women. Right. Older feminists hate young women because it reminds them of what they used to be and the fact that they still used to get laid and have a good time with guys and before they became feminists. And so it kind of like burns, it really burns their, their male britches they wear. Um, Madeleine Albright specifically said, if you don't vote for Hillary, she said there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women, mm. referring to the fact that if you don't vote for Hillary, I guess you're going to hell. Which seemed a little harsh. That's pretty powerful. Um, but Gloria Steinman said the same thing. She said young women who are voting for Bernie Sanders are only doing so because they want to impress their college boyfriends or whatever. And basically called young women dumb and said other stuff. And they seems to be this thing where, like, if you're a woman and you don't vote for Hillary, you're not a feminist, you're not a woman, you're not whatever. None of us understand this in the room. Anyhow, but uh, when Barack Obama ran for president eight years ago and he was black, I know a lot of people voted for him because he was black and they wanted to be progressive and think having a black president would heal the nation didn't exactly work, but um, for all the shit we're talking about eight years later. Um, but nobody said it out loud. No one said, like, vote for the black guy. That wasn't, like, something people said. 
Like, if you don't vote for the black guy, you're a racist or something like that. People implied it or subtly, like, said shit, but they didn't, like, say that out loud. But for, somehow for women, it's okay to say, as a woman, if you don't vote for Hillary, you're you're not a real woman or something like that. Uh, is that fair? And uh, how many times are you going to vote for Hillary this election? Uh, yeah, I hope that Hillary doesn't get uh, the nomination, but I don't understand how... Are you feeling the burn? Are you feeling the burn, Matt? I do. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about Bernie. Are you pulling for Bernie? Yeah, of course. Uh, but you know, it's like, is that to impress your college age boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> you hear women, you know, <clears throat> all the time saying, uh, it's time to have a woman president. And it's like, yeah, but maybe a good one and not like just any, any person. Well, that's the thing. It seemed to be what Steinem and, and Albright were saying was it just needs to be a woman because first of all, they're dying, they're old and they want to see a woman president before they die. Cause it's going to give them some vindication of something. Yeah. But again, just like Chelsea Handler showing off her tits, isn't this the anti-feminist thing to say? Isn't this the anti-female, advancing female causes thing to say is let's just have a, a shitty, shady female president yeah. because it serves our interest of having a female president? If she's really horrible and everyone hates her, it's going to set back the cause, actually, if you have a non-admirable woman being in charge. So why is it, I mean, is this is this a legitimate, as men, can we say, is this a legitimate thing for women to have to vote for a woman? No, I mean, why not just vote for the best person? It's not like if you got. Did you go crazy for Sarah Palin because she was from Alaska? <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that was like a, we needed someone from Alaska in the White House. Yeah, that was a rough time. Yeah, right. Uh, for everyone uh, from Alaska, except for the people that like her. Um, I mean, this is the ultimate in like you know uh, uh, demographic politics and like putting everyone in label and boxes and all the shit they say they don't want labels all this other stuff this her label is woman so you should vote for this label basically oh yeah and I mean she's exploiting it to the highest degree possible I mean she's basically trying to guilt trip women into voting yeah. for her. she's I mean I think she she was like complaining that someone said she was shrill which she claimed was sexist which is bizarre because she is shrill yes um, if she was a shrill man I'd hate her just the same Oh yeah, no, I'd hate her the same amount if she was a guy who who looked like the evil bunny rabbit from Donnie Darko. I would, I just don't. She, she's Are you not, sure you're telling me the truth? You're not a secret hit. Do you at night about smelling her pantsuits after she's worn them? <laughs> I mean, you know, she uh, she married Bill Clinton because she probably thought that the two of them, that you know, he was going places and she could ride his coattails. She's obviously very smart. She's obviously very calculated. Uh, obviously, to a fault. Um, and, you know, she, her and her husband uh, did not have a legitimate marriage. I mean, she, she kind of stands for the opposite of what you'd want in a woman in terms of blindly career-driven, apparently no human emotions. Um, just sinister, money-grabbing. Manipulative, sh- just shady. You know, I, I don't think the Benghazi thing is, is a real thing, but I do think that... Her having classified emails in her home, you know, is is sort of just you know. She's a she, very pragmatic. She's a very pragmatic woman. Let's say that's a nice way to say it. She does what she does what she needs to do to get, keep herself going, right? I mean, look, they all are. Obama as well is obviously really calculated. You don't get to be the president without you know having some strategy. But he, uh, do you think, he do you can think, pass as a person? Yes, he, she he plays can, hoops. He drinks beer. He smokes cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, do you think if she was a man, you'd feel the same way about all the shit you just said about her? 
I probably hate her. Are you her. being sexist? Are we secretly sexist? Do we not know how sexist we are, Matt? She's the most corrupt candidate that's running almost. I mean, uh, even compared to most of those Republican guys. I mean, she's she's literally a horrible candidate. She'd be terrible for the country. Um, and honestly, I feel like when I hear a lot of women who don't, who I, I can tell don't know the issues, saying that they're going to vote for her, I lose all respect for them. If they really go through it and they're like, oh, we like love Wall Street and they, they should be deregulated and all the stuff she's doing with the media and uh, you know, then if they're we like, want, we, we want, we want boots on the ground in Syria. Yeah, if they support you always hear, all women, that you always hear women saying that, right? Yeah, you always hear women talking about Syria and <laughs> all the stuff going on in the Middle East. Well, so, that, so she polls like sixty percent among women and like thirty percent among guys. It's some, it's a flip flop thing. So very, I don't, I personally don't know any guys who would vote for her, um, even Democrats. Um, I know a few of those, um, but she pulls the opposite. So she's actually going to divide the country gender wise if she gets elected because all the guys are going to hate her, and I. Everyone always says, oh, that's because, you know, that gender split is because she's a woman. I don't think that's true. I think if it was an admirable woman, the split, there'd still be a split. For sure, more women would vote for a female for president. Because, you know, you and I both know guys who would never vote for a woman for president. Uh, yeah, well, I do. <laughs> um, you're looking at one. No, just kidding. Uh, but, you know, but at least it would be like a much closer split because guys would say like, ah, she's a, she's a great lady. I'd vote for her. You yeah. know, there's, been, there's been women who've run countries all over the world before in the Western world. There's probably a lot of guys that would vote for like Ann Coulter. I, I would doubt that she might even not have that divide. That's sort of the anorexic chick with the bug eyes? She's yeah, the, she's the dude. I love those bug eyes. She's she, uh, the she's a guy, I think. But uh, I love women with bug eyes before there's even a reason to have bug eyes. Because then you know when she gets really angry, it's just going to bug <laughs> out even further. Like they're just going to like you just don't know if you can like get her to the point where her eyes are just going to fucking pop out. Right. That's just to me. That's exciting. That's how I like my sex. Uh, Hillary, uh, you don't have any votes in this room. I'm not, I'm not even going to look at Brian because it's just too sad. It's just it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine. I don't like think all guys should think the same way. It's hard to imagine a guy actually going like. I want her to be president. I can see how women might be seduced by this idea that a female president's a good thing, you know, even though it's just complete gender, you know, objectification. Well, what is a female president going to do for women that hasn't been done already? They've, they've attained equal status. Equal or what's she going to do that Bernie's not going to do? I think it's a bigger question, right? Well, what is there? I mean, there's a few issues with abortion, but obviously any progressive candidate is, is on the right side of abortion. I mean, what, what is it that well, she's going to do? Well, I will do? tell you because if you saw the video, uh, I'm with her. I don't know if you saw that video, but a bunch of celebrity B-list celebrities in Hollywood made a video put on by the Clinton campaign that said, I'm with her. And it featured like 30, a mashup of like 30 different women in Hollywood saying why they're with her. Mm. And uh, someone at the end, I blocked this out because it was such a horrible experience watching it. But someone at the end said, because she has a big female heart. Oh, that's... So she has a big female heart, dude. Solid analysis. Yes, that's, that's enough. That's what she's going to do. Obviously, you know? Hollywood actresses are super informed on politics, too. Yeah. Also, I was waiting for someone to say Bernie Sanders has a big Jewy heart. That would have been, <laughs> <awesome. laughs> been just amazing. All right, Hillary, you got to go away. Unfortunately, I have to tell you my prediction. Uh, put it on the tape. I think she's going to be our next president. That's going to be the terrible, terrible thing. Hi, uh, Matt, you have a segment each week uh, where you force yourself to read actual words once a week uh, in some kind of paper, newspaper, uh, or maybe you just uh, get it read to you by your manservant. Um, it's another Hillary story, and this is uh, this is Hillary Clinton week here on Last Man Earth. Uh, you read a story that says uh, just about what we talked about. Hillary Clinton is so unliked. God, we're, we're, I feel like we're dumping on Hillary now, but she deserves it. She's so unliked that the name Hillary itself is no longer chosen by parents for their children. Isn't that sad, or is that just the way it is? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think she she turns a lot of people off. It, it's an interesting, you know, sociological experiment. So Hillary, uh, when she became the first lady, the name Hillary was on a pretty steady uh, ascent in terms of popularity. Um, you actually see like some women from that era <clears throat> named Hillary still. And then once it was, she, it was popular, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, it was popular and it was growing in popularity. It was mostly large girls who picked their nose, though, right? Yeah, and librarians yes. and, uh, you know, just generally the chicks that don't get prom invites. Yeah. Uh, and then she... Half the girls at Oberlin. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oprah fans, you know. <laughs> uh, and then she, uh, as she became uh, the first lady and on the national stage, by the time uh, Clinton, Bill Clinton, left office, the name was down 90% uh, in terms of, of use. So, you know, obviously there's a few variables that could be at play, but I think we all can do the math, you know? If you're the most famous person named Hillary and the name Hillary starts to descend, yeah. you got to take some responsibility for it. Yeah, and, and so they also looked at it in terms of other first ladies, and that, that phenomenon had never been observed. Uh, uh, but they probably, well, yeah, I guess they had names like uh, what, what uh, Laura and Nancy and Michelle are pretty, like, you know, they're pretty common names. Those names are always going to be popular, so it's hard, probably harder to say. Right. Hillary has probably perhaps started a, le- a little less popular. But if people are stopped naming their kids after you, that's a bad thing. It means you creeped everyone out. Yeah. Do you think there'll be a lot more uh, people named after the current crop of candidates? Would you name your child after one of the current candidates? Uh, Marco, uh, <laughs> Ted, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're all pretty bad names, actually. Donald, they, they're all pretty crappy. They're like old guy Bernie. names. Yeah, yeah. They're old guy names. There's no one named Bernie. No one's gonna name their, who's going to name their kid Bernie? There'll probably be some kid people, I guess. Those dumb college girls having babies <laughs> that are voting for Bernie might name their kid Bernie or Burn. I don't know. It just, it's a, if your name goes down after that, it's, it's, a, uh, we're knocking Hillary a lot, but it seems like, I just don't know anyone, does anyone like her? No, I don't think even her husband likes her. I don't think they've ever had sex. Uh, really? Yeah. I know. They probably have like 20 Well, they times. made a baby. They made a baby. So they had like, yeah, 20 times in 20 years. Maybe. They made a baby. But also, it's, it's another sign that she didn't really like them that much. They only have one kid. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she had the requisite one kid. Then she's like in separate bedrooms. That was, that was, that was one of the things you see very commonly. And that's also she had that, she has that sort of a, a, a woman servant, Huma, who follows her around everywhere. No. Oh. And for the last 20 years. Huma? Yeah, uh, Wiener's wife. That's a cool name. Congressman Wiener's wife has been her her, conf- her female confidant for the last 20 years. Yeah. I don't, when someone says female confidant, I just assume they're lesbians. <laughs> I mean, I don't, what, else, what else do you need that for? What else do you need that for? Right. She's a younger, she's a very much younger. She started working for her when she was 19, a younger, attractive, uh, sort of Middle Eastern woman. Uh, I don't know. That's what I would choose if I was a crusty old lesbian. You mean Wiener, the disgraced, you know, ex-congressman uh, from New York? Yeah, his wife. Oh yeah! Oh, the, she's like super, way too thin. She's well. She's a she's well. If you were having sex with Hillary Clinton, you, would, you wouldn't want to eat that much either. But she is very slender. They had a baby of some kind too. And uh, at some point, Wiener was on a trajectory to be like a big politician, somebody. So yeah. she hooked him up with her. She hooked up her lesbian assistant with him for a marriage of some kind, thinking that they would be the next Bill and Hillary or something. Oh, I and see. that didn't pan out because he kept grabbing his dick on online. Well, they brought him down because he was trying to take on Wall Street. Which is interesting with her ties to, to Wall Street. Is that your latest? Is that your latest cabal uh, conspiracy theory? Oh, that was obvious, man. I mean, you know, you just you pay the chick to release the photos. If you're Goldman Sachs, what's a couple million dollars in a suitcase? It's nothing. Are you saying Sydney Leathers doesn't have the uh, principles to <laughs> just release the photos on her own? She it's was quite- on like doing a Barbara Walters piece the next day about sucking his cock. It was <laughs> like, what, what did you do again? Why are you on TV? I don't know. Well, he was sending his dick pics around. All right. Uh, no, no one's named Hillary. That was a great story that you read this week, by the way. So uh, if you can, by next Tuesday, read another. Try to read another story. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> 
Um, let me ask you, speaking of underage girls, that's something we all love. Um, Lily Rose Depp, who is Johnny Depp's uh, and uh, some other, uh, forget her name, European model's chick daughter. Um, she She's 16 now. She's uh, I think she stopped attending school when she was four. She's had a few few years out in the streets. Right. Uh, you know, Vanessa Paradis was her mother's name. Um, she it was one of those. She's a young Hollywood model now. She's act. She's starting to act just like her father. She doesn't. You know, she has a lot of free time. Here's my. Here's what I understand. When you're a child actor, when you're a kid who doesn't go to school, imagine how much free time you have. Like think about all the time you spent between like five and eighteen in school. Yeah. And now imagine you don't go to school. You have a shitload of free you have a sh- and no homework. But you and got no a lot of money. I mean, we would have skipped school a lot more if we had any money. I would have anyway. But I mean, just imagine for those 13 years you don't go to school. Like, think about all the free time you have. Eight hours a day you just have to yourself every single day. You're not spending it reading. No, you're not spending it reading. So you have a lot of free time. So one of the things she did during her free time a year or two ago, so she announced this wave of uh, young women in Hollywood, she announced that she was gay. Um, or that she was gay leaning, or that she might be gay, or she was gay uh, experienced, or she was dreaming of gay, or she she had she thought about Hillary Clinton having sex with Hillary Clinton at some point. Um, so we've talked about this so many times. Like these young these young women are being told by their PR agents or somebody else that they have to come out and say they're gay when they're not really gay because that's going to help their career and they're going to be very look at the scene as very progressive and hip and all this other stuff and get big roles and big modeling gigs and stuff like that. And it probably, by the way, works. Um, but now she came out this past week and said, "Wait a minute." It turns out I'm not I'm not gay. Just to clarify, false alarm. False alarm. Just to clarify, I don't know why people thought I was gay after I announced I was gay. But just now that I'm 16 or 17, starting to date boys, I want to let everyone know I'm not gay any longer. It's like everybody chill out, as if we were banging on her door, giving a fuck. Yeah, like what that. she was doing with her vagina. No, but it's like now. Are we now going to see? We first we saw the wave of all these girls who aren't gay pretending they're gay. Are we now going to see like the wave of regret when girls go like, you know, and it actually turns out I wasn't really gay. Is this like the next wave we're going to see? Yeah, I think it's just a natural progression in terms of, so she got attention for intimating she may be gay or whatever. So now no one really cares about that. Everyone's no. doing that. So now it's like, well, shit, how do I keep talking about the sex that I'm having or, or not that no one cares about except for the people that are fucking me? Uh, so now she's like, all right, well, this this might grab a few headlines, I think. And then, you know, it's always this charade of like, well, I don't, I don't need to talk about my sexuality. It's only my business. And it's like, why are you fucking calling the newspaper then? Or why are you posting about it on Instagram? Well, I think that re, uh, it's like that Chelsea Handler regrouping when she goes, I don't need to show my tits to be you know, popular. And then she runs through some ideas with her team and they can't come up with anything else. <laughs> so they go, just get naked again. Yeah. I think that's like the 16-year-old, 17-year-old girl. She's like, I, I don't need to talk about my sexuality to get attention. And then she realizes that nothing else she's talking about anyone pays attention to. Right. So she starts talking about who she's having sex with again. And all of a sudden, like her social media following, her rating goes like through the roof. Yeah. And she realizes that's all people are interested in hearing about, hearing from her about. Well, I just like to know which is it. I mean, are we supposed to care or not? You know, it's like, like Tom Hardy, the actor. Just it did an interview and said that he was like he fucked dudes. So it's like okay, well then you're. Kind I of think gay. he said he experimented with dudes. It could have been anything. It could have been doing all kinds of experiments, like baking soda vinegar, blowing up little bombs, or something like that. <laughs> doing ornithological uh, categorizing of birds or something. Well, it was pretty vague. And then so this guy from a gay magazine, because he's playing a gay character in a gay movie, is like, so are you gay or not? And he's like, well, how dare you ask me that? <laughs> it's like, business, sir. Well, if he was playing <laughs> a fucking NBA player, you might ask him if he's ever played basketball it seems like a legitimate question it's, you know it's just the same pattern of like i'm gonna throw something out there and then if you ask me to clarify it i'm gonna act all fucking persecuted it's a convenience thing you mention it you mention it when it's convenient for your popularity and for your message at the moment 
And then later on, you can claim it's pri- too private to talk about. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a trying to get the best of both worlds. This girl, you know, apparently, like, and now her dad, Johnny Depp, still thinks he's, she's gay or he thought she was gay. Yeah, then he went on Instagram and was like, I always knew she was gay. And it's like, that's so fucking creepy, man. Because, like, at the time, when is she, like, 14, 15? Yeah, there's, there's, the girls are starting to come up with these announcements now, like, at 13 or 14. And then so if she is now saying that she's not gay, does that mean that Johnny Depp is lying about having known that she's gay and that conversation never even took place that's where i go that's what i got my, my guess is the last time we saw her was her second birthday <laughs> but these guys these actors who like you know alec ball and these other guys who like divorce and they, whatever they live and they work overseas they work away a lot they're not really part of their kids lives they like to tell these weave these stories about how they're part of this important process in their kids lives like we talk all the time when i'm in belgium yeah. you know like <laughs> smoking weed with my uh with my wife or whatever with my lesbian by the way his wife's a lesbian uh with my lesbian wife i call her on my cell phone for up to 3 minutes every other sunday or something right. like that they don't communicate all the time they hardly see each other it's what's ridiculous. his wife's name again the new one amber heard no the other one uh vanessa paradis so if that's spelled just like the word paradise right uh, i believe well there's no e at the end Oh, okay. Okay. She's an Italian. She's an Italian thing. So who knows? What saying, you got a choice between sounding like a like a porn star, like a, some kind of superhero, or just you know more of an Italian person. Well, it's also she's model. She's now doing modeling now, like international modeling or whatever. She goes to Europe and stuff like that. So she, her life's fucked up anyhow. It's not going. It's not going places. And by the way, knowing she's getting that business, she should have stuck with lesbian. By the way, although perhaps that's why she decided to announce this because there's so many lesbians working in that circuit. Yeah. That maybe she just like got sick of everyone going like I'm lesbian too. Like that's like well. The these sexual predators, you know, when they hear lesbian, they're like, well, now I'm not going to psychologically manipulate this 15-year-old chick into fucking me for the Maybe, but a lot more, I think a lot of those predators are women on that, on that, the fashion, in the fashion business. Oh. So maybe that's what her announcement was to cut that, cut that shit off. I don't know. It's just... This, I think this is a new wave. Like all these girls now, we're seeing these 13, 14 year olds announcing they're gay, and they're going to get a little older and go, like, Whoa, wait a minute, I, I'm not really gay. It's like right. new announcement. You know, I mean, LeBron only had one choice, only had one choice press conference. You know, that was obnoxious. You can't keep having press conferences every time you change your mind whether or not you're gay or not. Right. And also, nobody cares. And by the way, nobody knew who this girl was before we looked her up. Let's <laughs> mention that right now. All right, our last segment today. Uh, what has my panties in a bunch? I know you're asking. Um, the Oscar, this Oscar is so white thing seems to be going on forever. Like someone like brought it up six weeks before the Oscars, so now we've had to live with this for three weeks already. Yeah, doesn't it feel like it happened like a year or two ago? I it's only been three it. weeks. Yeah, I thought they were happened already. No, and the Oscars are not for like another three weeks. Jesus. So it's been going on forever. And the reason is because every time there's another, there's eighty five million. I just looked at the camera operators award show last night. Every time there's another, seriously, every time there's another award show every two days in Hollywood, they're all giving out awards to black people. And every black person is saying Oscars so white and Oscars are horrible and stuff like that. So they're getting slammed over and over again. They hasn't even happened. The show hasn't even happened yet. It's just been fucked from the get go. The thing that has my pennies on the bunch this week are these guys, uh, these, uh, I don't know, wealth, let's call them wealthy white Hollywood apologists like Clooney and Damon, all these guys. Uh, very successful, talented, very successful, very wealthy guys who also act, but also produce and direct films and, and have a lot of influence in Hollywood. Uh, George Clooney in particular uh, went on after uh, the Oscar So White controversy. And of course, since he's not black, he couldn't say we need to do more black people. He had to renounce you know, the, 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 the white race and talk about Hollywood. Wasn't, what his thing was that the Academy wasn't itself wasn't racist, which is smart. It's just there's no black films, opportunities for black people in film for them to vote on which actually was kind of smart. So I actually took the time, which was 11 seconds, to go to his IMDb record 
And he's produced 15 films and directed like five or six others. And absolutely not a single one of them has a black has a black actor in them. <laughs> I mean, they're so white that if he was like, you know, if, if it was Ted Cruz making movies, there'd be like people, Ted Cruz is a fucking horrible ass. He's like the racist. blackest guy in the movie. It's George Clooney. Clooney. Yes. Yeah. And so he makes films with all his, you know, they're usually with his buddies and stuff like that. The cast, he uses these same guys over and over again a lot. And he tells these stories. They're the most white bread like films you could ever possibly imagine. There's not a single role. I couldn't really find a single role. There's one small role for a black actor. Clooney himself, uh, like these other guys, Damon and, and, and DiCaprio, they can get movies made whenever they want to. I mean, you know, they can make two movies a year or whatever it is. Right. Um, if he wanted to make a film starring about, it doesn't have to be a black story, but starring black actors. Actors in great in good movies, he could totally do that. But they don't do that because he has these stories that are either personal to him or he wants to make box offers or whatever his whatever his reason is. He has no black actors in this film, and this Matt is the height of Hollywood hypocrisy, is it not? Just validate my feelings, please. Yeah, I mean, you know, all the movies he's uh, directed are, are super white. Even most of the movies that he's been in, period. I mean, The Descendants, Jesus. Uh, although I think there were a few Hawaiian people in that. Um, he made Monuments, man. He produced Monuments, man. He, what, there were no black people in World well, War II? a lot of his movies are, you know, period pieces. Yeah, well, there were yeah, black there were no, people. Yeah, a long time ago, there were no black in people. In World War II, <laughs> but it would confuse the audience because they'd be like, what? How is there a black guy in this They movie? used to, by the way, they used to put like NFL running backs in all the war movies. They were always <laughs> the black guys in the World War II movies. Yeah. Because they used to, like, Hollywood at least recognized, like, weren't there black people in World War II? Oh, yeah, we got to get one guy. Let's get OJ. <laughs> it was Jim Brown or OJ were like in five World War II movies, you know, as a black as a black guy. Always died early in the movie. Yeah. But I mean it's like this is the thing. These are the guys who can actually make a these are the guys who can actually make a difference in promoting opportunities for black actors in film. And they're not doing it themselves. And well, then is, is he saying that he because I could see there being a problem with the lack of diversity, which I think is probably a, a pretty minor problem, but let's just say it is a problem, but does that mean that he... Well, it was a problem this year, right? Because there were no legitimate black roles to be nominated, right? Well, out of 20, you know... Zero. Zero. But, you know, most of those films are garbage anyway. I mean, that's what, But that's what he's saying. He's not saying that there wasn't like... He's not saying that... Rightfully so. He's not saying the Academy voters are racist, because we know they're not. And that there were like tons of great black performances that didn't get nominated. What he's saying is there just weren't that many black performances. But does that mean that he feels it's incumbent on him to make, like, you know, straight out of Compton Part 3 or something? No, he just said Hollywood. He blames, he says Hollywood needs, we need, we need to find a way. I'm like, he's been producing films for 15 yeah. years so now. So he could throw some roles to Don Cheadle or... Uh, he could do any of that. He could make a film with a black lead at any time he wanted to. It's just he doesn't choose to. No, I'm not saying he's a racist. Uh, he might be, um, <laughs> but he's clearly just another one of these guys who's like, you know, talking the talk and talking the shit and like yeah. being on the side of the right side of the political issue when he himself hasn't clearly in his own track record done anything about it. Yeah, it's just talking shit. And by the way, it's not like a huge thing for him a black actor in a role in his movie. It's like he's really going to ruin. That's the end of Clooney. He'll never work in this town again. Yeah, if he casts, yeah, if he casts Don Cheadle in lead role, it's not like they're going to throw him out of town. I mean. You know, he'll be hailed, if, if anything. So for some reason, I mean, I think a lot of this, what this explains, a lot of this quote-unquote racism that people are hashtagging and screaming about. And, uh, there was another protest last night in Hollywood. I think with these people, it's just a tacit, like, white guys know white guys, and they're putting white guys in their movies. Yeah. Clooney knows, Clooney's friends with Damon and John Goodman and all these other actors, and that's who he puts in his movies, because those are his buddies and his social circle and actors he likes. So when he makes a movie, he hires his, his friends to meet his movies. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, I was just thinking about it, is like, 
So how many black actors are there? So let's say you got like your A-list guys, you know, DiCaprio, Clooney, etc. How many black guys are there that are interchangeable with those guys as far as race not mattering? So if the guy's a cop or if the guy's a lawyer, it doesn't matter. I'd say it's like Denzel, Cheadle, and Will Smith are the only guys. Yeah, there's uh, Idris Elba is doing a lot. They're talking about Idris Elba for James Bond now and some stuff like that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, those roles are all, and then people say you can't have a black guy. But James Bond is a white guy. By the way, there was a big story how people said James Bond can't be a black guy. And then it turns out it was one guy on Twitter who wrote that, like from some racist organization, <laughs> like that. He totally. I mean, there's no reason why the next Bond can't be black, and probably will be, or something like that. There'll be something, some main character like that is black. It's, I mean, it's, it, they said it can't be a woman, and people kind of agree with that. But there's no reason it can't be a black male spy. I mean, you can't woman hot lesbian scenes hitting on Bond girls. Well, isn't James Bond like a British guy in like the 50s or something? Uh, or, or well, no, it, he's playing modern day. The, the James Bond series is modern now. He's a British guy. But they also, uh, Matt, you didn't know they had black people in the past. So, they also <laughs> have black people in England. What, what's the what's the origin of the story? Is it a... He's a spy. He works. He's a MI, whatever. So MI there was just, a, there was one James Bond movie and then it kept going from there. No, there's a series it? of novels. There are novels. So he's a white guy. Yeah, but I don't know that the movie ever said James Bond, white guy. <laughs> like, just hot, like hot, handsome, hunky spy. You know, I mean, it, it could be, there's no reason it can't be a black guy. Well, if the book came out back then and he was a black guy, it would have sounded super racist in the in the writing of the book when they were. Well, they didn't cast black actors back then. That was 50 years ago. But now they do. And now there are black actors playing traditionally white roles. But if he was black, they would have said he was black in the book. If he back fifty years ago, yes, they would have said he was black. And they would have called it fucking Mandingo, uh, whatever it was. But it was James Bond. It was just assumed he was white. But there's a large black population in England, and there's probably a lot of black men working in the Secret Service now. So there's no reason why it can't be a black guy. Um, and we see that written. Will Smith, like you said, plays every role. I mean, he played a doctor. Black people playing doctors. That's pretty progressive. Yeah. Although I guess the real guy was a black, black doctor as well. So, but these are the guys. I don't mind. Like, the things to lay off like the Academy voters who are actually are the most progressive people in the entire world and start looking at guys like Clooney and, and, and DiCaprio and Damon, all these guys who have this tremendous amount of influence in Hollywood and aren't doing shit with it. That's what has my panties on a bunch. Matt, please just validate my feelings. I need someone to say I'm right. I think you made some very good points there Thank earlier you. in the show. Thank you. That was, are you. Do you mean that? That's great. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote this week? Uh, just find me on mattralston.net and on Twitter at Matthew Ralston. Right. No topless shots, right? Uh, maybe a few dick pics. <laughs> nothing from the top up. All right. For sound engineer Brian, thank you so much. This is Lex. Talk to you next week. Last Minute on Earth. <laughs> <laughs>